yo, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good, great, 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 great victory, a lot to talk about, I'm not trying to take your whole night, no, no, but it's Saturday, so it won't be too bad for you guys, just trying to get everything, all my thoughts, everything together, all my emotions, the real feeling that I was thinking, just everything that I seen tonight, man, tonight's game, um, was good, all right, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go, okay, so, let's get to the game, big game, playoff game, Cowboys, Seattle, pretty much the same exact teams, I mean, Russell Wilson is like a Dak Prescott, like Russell Wilson. They run the ball. We have the number one rusher in the NFL. They have the number one rushing attack. We had a really solid defense. They got a solid defense. We got playmakers at receiver. Almost pretty much the same kind of quality quality of, of team almost. You know what I'm saying? Our defense played great. Um, linebackers, Jalen Smith, man, spying Russell Wilson all night or the times that we needed him to spy. Did a great job. Blitzing did a great job. Um, that's harder than what we think it is, man. Russell Wilson is hard to bring down. He's elusive. You always got to account for him. You got to constantly watch him, stay on him. You can't, uh, uh, you just can't let him run. You got to stay disciplined. And they stay disciplined throughout the game. Um, Vanaresh, I mean, this guy's a thumper. Him and Jalen, I mean, he is going to be. Um, one of the one of the great linebackers for sure he's going to be one of the great linebackers him and 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 Jalen Smith they're going to be two great linebackers I keep hearing Erlacher and I was like ah that's kind of but watching him he had like 140 tackles this year I can see that I can see that I can see I can see that um because I mean this guy's athletic he runs downhill I mean this guy is not a joke he had what 10 tackles today um, Jalen had a, what, like eight, eight tackles today. I mean, these guys are coming. Yeah, Jalen has seven tackles today, five solo, and, uh, and Van Der Esch, man, had nine solo. I mean, you can't beat that linebackers moving like that, man. We salute Sean Lee for his services, and I hope he will become a coach, and I hope he keep coaching these guys up, but we don't need Sean Lee right now, man. How these guys are coming downhill and they're young, fiery, and they are coming and they ain't even reached a peak yet. Imagine when they start to evolve with the game, bodies get stronger, another year of Jalen Smith knee healing, and you see Vanderess is just, just going to get stronger and bigger and just more wise with the game. Yeah, they're going to be the two best linebackers, all pros coming soon. Watch. I believe it for sure. Um. Our defense just played good. Our corners played solid. We had a couple of blunders at the end um, when he threw that, what, 40-yard pass or whatnot. That was a blunder at the end with like two minutes left. We can't give those up. We just can't give those up, man. So we had little plays like that. Lockett just kept getting open. He just kept kept getting open. You know what I'm saying? But they battled. I mean, you're not going to shut everybody down, but they battled. And you got to respect that. Our corners battled tonight. Uh, safety just did pretty good if you don't see them messing up to me they did pretty good 
But overall, the receivers pretty much didn't do nothing. The next best guy was Dixon with 42 yards. Um, Baldwin, I mean, he had one great catch, but he only had 32 yards. So our corners played great. I mean, the defense stopped the run with 29 yards with Penny, and Carson only had 20 yards, and Wilson only had 14. He had a touchdown, but that's to be expected. But that's still, to me, containing um, Wilson yard. His average is 8.6. So uh, I, 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 would, I would take that every time for sure. Running-wise, 8.6. So our defense played good, you know what I'm saying? And little tweaks here, little tweaks there. I think we'll get better, especially now we have more momentum and stuff like that. Now we're going to another part of the uh, playoffs, and I think we'll be more prepared, more ready for that for sure. You know what I'm saying? Our offense, let's get to it. Hearns, man, let's you know pray for Hearns, man. I definitely seen that, man. I called my boy, man. Before they even showed the replay, already I thought it was his whole leg. It was his ankle, man. That was bad, bro. That was that was awful. I just don't like to see people in pain, man. And I understand having an injury, and I just came from ACL, man. That's breaking it, oh, man. I can imagine that kind of pain that he's in, for sure. So we just gotta give our prayers, man, to him and his his family, man. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he gets well sooner than later, for sure. But I think after he got hurt, it took us a while to kind of build up to that. But before that, rewind it. When we get the ball, we're always good for the first series to move the ball all the way to almost almost to the red zone. But we could just never score in the red zone. And I felt, uh-oh, we didn't score in the red zone. Then we might not have a chance when we kick the field goal. You know, we can always move it. We just got to score in the end zone. You know, and again, uh, Zeke, man, he bought out today. He bought out. He did his thing. He had, what, 20, what, three carries or so? 26 carries for a buck 36, and he was just doing what he had to do. Um, he, I mean, we got to give him the ball. We, I was telling my boy JJ, man, we, we cannot be doing these fancy, gimmicky, not not on this game. We we got to run the ball, man. He had a couple of our officer quarter and a couple of times he had a couple moments, man, that she'd be like, what are you doing? Um, When I when we had a pump return for like, what, 40, 45 yards or whatnot, we drive it all the way down. We get into a bunch formation, almost like a tight formation with the tight ends. And we want to throw it to Noah Brown. I mean, I think Noah Brown has his moments, but not on these crucial plays. We got to give it to the playmakers and then Dak those pick. You know what I'm saying? So Dak, in those moments, he has to learn when to scale it back. But before we get to that, but our receivers played well tonight. Uh, Cooper did his thing. I mean, he was pretty much unstoppable. We should throw him the ball a little bit more. To me, he seems more wide open then uh, the ball should be going at least two or three times a little bit more to make plays. And right now, these are the times for our big-time receivers and name guys to make big-time plays. And Cooper has changed Dak Prescott's life because now he gets one other person out the box to help Elliott, and he gets more one-on-one -on -one coverage to Gallup's side, was Hearn's side, or whoever's on that side to do what they need to do. Gallup played well. He always make a play or two. Um, in the end zone, in the red zone, 
and you starting to see him grow a little bit. So that was a good draft pick. I was hard on him earlier and I feel like he was ready yet, but he has came into his own, at least in a red zone. And you have to get props when props is due. So I give him props with that. And Dak do be trying to look for him. Sometimes I just wish he looks for him a little bit earlier with Cooper. Because Cooper could pretty much do what he wanted to do whenever he wanted to do it. And he's a playmaker. When he has the ball, he do what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Cole Beasley, we, we know what he is, 28 yards, but he's really a third down guy. And that's to come to be expected. So everybody was kind of touching the ball. Even Austin touched it. Noah Brown touched it. Jarwin touched it. You know, it's like six guys that touched the ball, man. And another thing, Austin is going to be a big deal. We need all three phases. And Austin, hopefully his leg or groin, hope that's okay because we're going to need him. Um, if he can give us anything on special teams, that's going to be big. That's going to be big, especially when it comes to the playoffs, because we're going to need anything and everything to score the ball. If we just can score 17 or 14 points, we're going to be good because I feel like our defense can hold it down. As soon as they see those points, we're good. You know what I'm saying? And he showed what he can do, why we signed him. And now we're starting to come together and starting to gel and starting to build what we're supposed to build. But the key to all of this that stirs the ice with the straw, period, point blank, is Dak Prescott. I mean, bro, we got to give it up. We got to let's be honest, man. I mean, I was hard on Dak, you know, and the only thing we can compare Dak to is Romo. Romo is like a flashy car. Dak Prescott is like a train. What are you saying, CG? This is what I'm saying. See, Romo is something flashy. Everybody want to be around. Everybody want to see. It's nice, but it can bring you headaches if it breaks down. Cost a lot of gas. It brings you more money out your pocket than it's worth. Right? And you can die faster. Because you drive faster. Because it's more power. But people like shiny toys versus a train. People don't really like to look at trains all day. That's not that's not good. But that's Dak Prescott. And this is how I look at him. It takes us a while to build up as an offense. We're very slow at building up like a train. Very slow. But when we start building, we catch on. Nobody can stop us. We know what we're going to get with Dak Prescott. We know what we're going to get with him. We know what we're going to get with him. Period. Point blank. He's steady. You know what you're going to get week in and week out. And he's reliable, just like a train, pretty much reliable. And to me, it wasn't on him tonight. I was more looking at the Cowboys at Mr. Clapper, because I felt like if Mr. Clapper would have lost tonight, I would have felt like, OK, you had a high scoring offense a couple years ago. Now you have a. Mm, uh, average offense, say best, right? With a great running game. So it has to be one or two, man. It's you can't coach, period. Or you got to go and get another coach for Dak Prescott to see what he can really do. Period, point blank. You know what I'm saying? 
to get another offensive coordinator in there, get another head coach in there. And then if he can't do it with him, then we can kind of look at Dak like, okay, Dak, this is pretty much who you are. You know what I'm saying? Period, point blank. And look, he won. Right. So they won. So I wasn't really putting a lot of this emphasis like a lot of people were putting on him. Um, he has to win. He has to win. Yeah, you want him to win. But at the same time, sometimes I feel like he's handcuffed. So we'll kind of see the kind of build up and kind of see what Dak can do. Remember, he's only in his third year, man. You know, people always have standards, you know, right, of, of friends. You got standards. You see people with somebody on TV or a friend of a friend and their friend is good. And that's your standard of a friend or standard of a girlfriend. Everybody got these measurable standards, right? And some might live up to those standards, right? Quarterback-wise, you got the Aaron Rodgers. You got the Tom Brady's. You got the Mahomes. You know, you, you got Drew Brees. You got standards. But everybody don't live up to those standards, right? Everybody don't live up to those standards. But if you come down to the pack, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? If you don't live up to those standards at first. So that's how I look at Dak, man. Everybody had these standards of what a quarterback should be, supposed to be. But sometimes, man, Dak is just a playmaker. And if you combine the playmaker and the it factor and the fourth quarter and dependable, I mean, he's up there with the best of them then, depending on what standards you have as a friend. What if you're dependable? What if you're on time? What if you know what you're going to get? Is that a standard when it comes to a friendship? And that's what Dak is. He's very dependable. He's always on time. And he always keep a standard of who he is. And he's very consistent. Because tonight, I believe if we had Romo, if we had Romo, we probably wouldn't have won that game. I don't think Romo's jumping over that guy trying to score when it was third and 15. He put the Cowboys on his back, man. And Zeke played great. And trust me, he's a big reason why they won. But Dak is a bigger reason, man. Because the time was ticking, man. It was like two minutes and some change. When he hit that third and 15, Dak knows how to get it done on third down. I mean, he's almost, I think it was almost 50, almost over 50% this year in the third down conversion. Period, point blank. I mean, tonight he was 4 for 11. And, and Russell Wilson was... Two foot 13. So you tell me he's good under pressure. That's just who Dak is. I think he has the most since he came into the NFL. And I have been harsh. I've been one of his critics. But when I accept my friend for who he is, I'm a little bit better when he does a little things. You're like, come on, man. You got to be better than that. You know, you let that person grow. We got to let him grow. Everybody don't grow as fast. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he took, what, three years before he even played. Almost four years before he even played. I'm not comparing it. I'm just saying some people take a little bit longer. Look at Rich Gannon. He won a, 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 a MVP. And he was in his, what, 12th year? Some people take longer than others. You know, everybody don't have a standard when they first come in. But is he steady? Is he growing? Yes, yes, yes. And he's been doing it. And we have to give props for what it is. He has a standard of consistency. Standard on third down and a standard of I'm going to come back and I'm going to be there and I'm going to give him my body and I'm going to be a playmaker. He's a playmaker and we have to accept that.
because Romo, trust and believe, I had a lot of arguments, put up a lot of stats, top three stats. But then we look at the results. We only eight and eight. So we got to pick and choose. Do we want to win or do we want stats that we can talk to our friends about? And that's what it really come down to. Again, I like what we did. Do I want to start faster? Yes. Do I want to score more points? Yes. So we put the defense in a hole and, and keep the other offense at three points for a quarter and a half? No. But do an offensive coordinator need to come with more creative things? Yes. More bunch formations? Yes. More runs for Dak? Yes. He does good. The RPO runs? I love those. We need everything. We, we're not the offense that can hold back. We need everything on deck. Him running the ball, um, Zeke, however way we can give it to him, double screen, one screen, three screens, it don't matter. Any kind of way we can give our playmakers the ball, we do that. Same thing with Coop, jailbreak, it don't matter. However we can give him the ball, we need to give it to him because he's a playmaker. And since he's been there, I mean, it's helped Dak out tremendously because somebody can actually catch the ball and run after the catch. And that takes a lot of pressure off of Dak. And we have a third down guy with Beasley. You have to account for him, even though he was limping. You know, hopefully he takes injection. Hopefully he gets better. But the real is the real. And now we got a special teams guy. We even had that in about a year or some change that you're going to have you're going to have to kick the ball away. So we'll see who we play. Um, I feel better about the Rams. I think the Rams are kind of shaky. Uh, the Eagles beat them. And we're better than the Eagles and we run the ball. And you have to think about it like this. When you're a great offense and you don't get to touch the ball and you don't get a rhythm, it's hard to get a rhythm. It's hard to stay on. It's hard when you're on the sideline five, six minutes. It's like a guy, eighth man off the bench and the coach time to get in. It's hard to catch that rhythm. It takes you three, four, five minutes to get a rhythm to get going and it's hard and, and and that's a playmaker within itself with Dak that he can keep the ball for so long because you have to complete passes is he perfect no it's because when Troy Aikman talks it rings a little more louder with the Cowboys and a lot of other people sometimes I think does he do it because he don't want to be a homer but I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying it rings a little bit louder when he says he's inaccurate. Nobody's super accurate all the time. I mean, if you look at it, Russell Wilson was not really all that accurate. You know what I'm saying? But since Dak is a cowboy, Choi goes at him a little bit harder than he should. You know what I'm saying? But I get it. I understand. You know what I'm saying? He's looking at it from a great lens and how a quarterback, a standard is supposed to be played, but he's just a playmaker. And he might get the respect that people won't get on about his get on him about his accuracy a lot. I mean, it comes with the territory. He's gonna hit big plays, and then he's and he's gonna miss some big plays. I mean, the Gallup was right a dime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's pretty accurate. So everybody's not always gonna be fully accurate, you know what I'm saying, throughout the game you're gonna miss some plays that's just what comes to territory but at the same time i just believe that he's just a playmaker and i believe that uh, he does whatever it takes to win and holding the ball for 
seven, eight minutes, man, is that's a playmaker within itself to keep the drives going for that long. You know what I'm saying? And Dak held his own tonight. You know, Zeke held his own tonight. Cooper held his own tonight. Uh, the calls were okay to me. Uh, trickery will come within time. I think it's good for certain moments of certain games against, against certain teams. You will kind of know when to do it. But tonight wasn't the night, and I think we did what we were supposed to do, was run the ball. We gave it to Zeke. Zeke did a great job. Zeke did what we were supposed to do. Our line played good. Connor Williams struggled a little bit. But overall, he played solid solid enough to win the game, and that's all we really need. So I give tonight A. Anytime we're in the playoffs, it's an A, period, point blank. So that's just another game closer to the NFC Championship. But if we play the Saints... I think we'll do a good job against them. But again, we're going to have to play awesome. We're going to have to play run. And we're going to have to score in the red zone. The red zone have to get better. We have to do more RPOs. And I think we'll do a good job with that. So again, I think Dak Prescott is definitely like a train. Our offense is like a train. It takes us a while, but we'll finally get to the destination where we need to go. And again, he's consistent. He's steady. And you know what you're going to get when you're on the train. There's no... Uh, no lights flashing. There's there's nothing extra to it. It gets you from A to B versus a flashy, shiny car like Romo. A little more dangerous, a little more expensive. Is it really worth it? Just saying for those kind of terms. So overall, Dak played good. I think our, our receivers played good. Um, our special teams are getting better. And uh, the team played good tonight. So those are my two cents with your boy CG podcast tonight. Cowboys win 22-24. It ain't nothing. Just saying. It's your boy. We close no doors. We leave all the doors open, man. Hopefully I get my boy JJ on next week. Holla about the Cowboys. We'll see who wins tomorrow. See who loses tomorrow. You'll see me back on. Talk about other teams, other sports. But tonight it was about the Cowboys, man. I holla at you, man. It's your boy CG podcast.